0: Hello, hello, good people. So, in celebration of Mental Health Awareness Month, I decided to hop on live to talk a little bit about um, a documentary on Netflix that I watched recently, just really last night and the title of the documentary is called um, in our mother's gardens and so i was watching tv last night and i was up pretty late or later than i normally am up and um, i had finished watching one series and i was like you know i'm still not sleepy and at the end of the movie there's like three movie selections whatever the case and one of the movies That started to play um, was um, in our mother's gardens and so I clicked on it and I looked at uh, the description of the documentary and (laughs) the three things that popped out to me were black women radical self-love and healing and I'm like oh that's that's right up my alley let me watch this like i am watching this so uh, the documentary is about an hour and a half long and it was so good (laughs) it was just so rich and full and heartwarming and i loved everything about it um so i want to talk a little bit about some of the things that came up for me some thoughts that came up for me um during the watch and then after um and again all of this is relative to mental health awareness again because the the documentary is centered on self-care right so um one of the things that i really enjoyed about this documentary is that it looked at a slew of different black women like across the globe across the world in the continent of europe africa america and in the caribbeans and it really highlighted the stories of their mothers their grandmothers and their female lineage and just it talked about how these women were able to show up how they chose to show up in life um you know during their time and how it it really just made me think about um the strong black woman narrative that we hear about, we've grown up with, but at this time, right? Um the strong black woman narrative is really it's like it's being kicked out, right? And for good reason. But what I really want to acknowledge here is that the strong black woman narrative was a lifestyle choice that our foremothers they had to take on and that's what they created that from a place of being resilient from a place of resisting racism from a place of living in the world and in a society where they were oppressed right um and so what so i really want to just acknowledge right so the fact that um the fact that right now today we're like hey you know we don't want to wear this strong black woman narrative armor anymore which that's the place we're in but i want to acknowledge that where did it come from right and so these women were talking about their grandmothers and their mothers and just you know how they had to put on this face for the world in order to live and operate in. The thing that stood out is the fact that they were just surviving, right? Like they were, um, you know, showing up in the world in a way in which they. this is how they coped, right? This is how they were able to get through day to day. This is how they were able to raise families and carry on their their family line and become matriarchs really right and um so it was it was really interesting to see that the one common thread that held you know all of these black women melanated women of the african diaspora together was the common thread of having to face oppression and 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 i know that's a you know a downer type of topic but the film wasn't really it was really like a very it was carried out in a very, um, inspirational way. So it wasn't like, I didn't feel, you know, depressed or down. I actually felt encouraged and empowered to see like, this is the lineage of women that we come from, that I come from as a black woman. And it's not just here in America, it's across the globe. And it's, that's the common thread that we as women share. And so for me, it was just like, uh, it was just like so it was humbling and inspiring and and I felt really empowered and so that is also what made me flip the script on the strong black woman narrative to say okay let's acknowledge where this came from let's acknowledge the fact that the strong black woman was created out of necessity for our foremothers to live in this world right it was um out of necessity to to survive and now we're at a point in history a point in time where we as black women we get to choose to not be the strong black woman but to lean into our inner feminine to lean into our emotionality in a way that our foremothers were not able to do, right? Out of safety and security for themselves and their families. They weren't able to be that way, but we are. And the privilege that we have in that. And so when they talked about radical self care, you would like the things that they talked about weren't really radical, like being able to. <laughs> you know go to therapy once a week being able to treat yourself to a spa day right being able to name your feelings being able to show affection and love and receive that that was radical self care right that is radical self care if we look at um the history of of black women again across diaspora and how they were able to operate now is this you know like did every everyone have to go through the experience no but in majority yes the disenfranchisement the marginalization the colonization like this is the experience across the board of what you know um was happening and so um one of the things that i thought about was okay how can we pay homage and just show respect and i thought about marie kondo the japanese um woman who is known for like her tidying up method and one of the things that she talks about is before you um like get rid of whatever you know items that you don't need anymore to let go with gratitude right to acknowledge whatever that item is and show appreciation for it because at one point in time that thing that material item it served you and it served a purpose and so that's the way I want to look at um the strong black woman narrative we don't have to wear it as a badge we don't have to wear it as armor but we can simply acknowledge that that was the way of being that our foremothers had to um, have had to have in order to survive for us to get to this point where now we can do more than survive. We can actually thrive, right? And I think that we are here at a point in time where it's our responsibility before we can even thrive is just to heal, right? So we went from surviving and you know, moving forth the next generation for us to get to this point, and now it's our responsibilities to heal. Um, One of the comments says, I've always wanted to hear someone explain this to me. People just normalize that being a black woman, there's this expectation to be strong. Exactly. And that's why I was like, you know, I felt compelled to get on live and really talk about it because you don't know. Like, we were just we were just raised to be strong and to be independent but we have to think about well where did that come from and it came from our foremothers uh, having to take on that characteristic another comment says i'm from the caribbean and there's this expectation for you to be strong exactly because when you think about it to show emotion to show feeling to be expressive was vulnerable That that is what <laughs> emotionality is vulnerability right and there's beauty in vulnerability and there's strength in bu- vulnerability but at that time it was a safety issue for you know women black women to show that and even if we like move ahead in time in the workplace when we think about that in a hyper masculine society in a patriarchal society where emotionality and feelings and the feminine where these things are not valued where they are really um discouraged and they are you know told that they're negatives and that they are barriers for you which is (laughs) completely untrue but going back to just the strong black woman narrative um that's where that that's where women this whole thing about black women being raised to be strong and to be independent is because that is what our foremothers learned and that's what they knew that's what they had to do and so now we are here in 2021 um with this new privilege right for them self-care was more than a luxury it was just at that point self-care for black women was just a dream right like it was just something that they probably could not even imagine but could just dream about and that's why one of the quotes i am my um ancestors wildest dreams this this is it this is the time that we are living in um a comment says the strong black woman trope is so damaging to us i think that is that we are we have we have ascended to the next level right and so it's kind of just like passing the baton if our ancestors had to put on the armor of being a strong black woman to survive now we're at a point in time and a point in history where we can set down the strong black woman narrative right we can we can do away with it and that being brings me back to my point of letting go with gratitude and saying thank you right for choosing resilience over breakdown thank you for choosing um strength right over um over <laughs> being overtaken right and and so in that way and in that light you can see like the strength of being a strong black woman like that the beauty of that that we carry but now we get to say we don't have to be that we don't we can lean into our feminine we can lean into our softness we can surrender we can receive we can just be right um which is that's a beautiful thing to me, <laughs> but it is also a responsibility because we do carry um, generational trauma, right? And so now that we've left that era of of just surviving, of just being a body, of just taking care of everyone but ourselves, now we are at a time where we get to choose and we get to decide and we get to live our lives in a way that we prioritize our mental health, our emotional health, our spiritual well-being that where we get to really take care of us, right? Um and that's a responsibility because we have work, we have inner work to do because if we if we are descendants, right, of that then we carry generational trauma You know, known or unknown, consciously or subconsciously, and even in our own lived experience, up to the point in life where we are today, it's our responsibility to unpack, release, um, and grow and evolve, right, Um, to the point where we can get to healing, to the point where we can thrive, to the point where our children and our children's children, and so forth, They won't be shackled. They won't be chained to the traumas of the past. But it starts with us. And that's the inner work that we have to do. Which brings me to my program, my coaching program, The Embodied Go-Getter. A part of the Strong Black Woman narrative is being independent, is having your own, um, is leading away in your purpose, right, in the work that you do in this world and to make money, And so the go-getter part, we're familiar with, right? We know how to get things done. We know how to take care of business. But the embodied part of, you know, showing emotionality, allowing yourself to feel and really being in your body and having that connection to your intuition and your inner knowing and your purpose. Like, I find that that part, is not developed it's underdeveloped, right and when i say that so if we if we have the go-getter part down and we are ambitious and we are driven and we are accomplished on paper we look really good like our resume is impeccable right in terms of um again we we have achieved and you know we have status and we have careers and we are making you know money in those sorts of things but what's really going on on the inside are we full within are we healed within are we complete and not broken right so the embodied go-getter program helps you to do the inner work that's what it's. That's what this coaching is for, for you to show up in the full expression of yourself as a woman, so that you can fully operate and take the reins of your desires and your wants and call in uh, a life that you want, and in a way where it's it's not like something's missing, because a lot of times when we are accomplished and we're successful. If we haven't done the inner work, if we haven't dealt with our own demons, so to speak, if we haven't um, learned how to be in control of our inner world, our thoughts, our feelings, our sensations, our sensitivity, our vulnerability, um, then no matter how much accomplishment or achievement that you have on paper, like that's just never going to be enough it's never going to feel like enough it's always going to feel like this downward spiral or something is missing or you know i need to find myself sort of thing so um (laughs) if any of this is resonating with you then i encourage you and i invite you to um dm me reach out Um, I do have more information coming about the Embodied Go-Getters coaching program. Um, because again, that's, I'm here to help you do your work as a coach, as a self-love coach, as a coach who centers on embodiment and alignment and tapping into your inner knowing and your feminine power. So, um. This has been a really great conversation. I hope you all enjoyed it. And I'm going to go ahead and log off. But I'll see you again on my stories and on my feed.